Hey, beautiful people. Welcome to the BU Podcast. I'm your host, Ariel Von Bretter. My mission is to empower people to become the best versions of themselves so that they can live their best lives. I'm redefining success so people stop living the lives they think they should live and start living the lives they love. Join me weekly as I share my own insights and speak with guests that have embraced their unique gifts into living life on their terms. I hope these conversations inspire you to make the most out of your life by being your best self. Remember, be you, be beautiful. Hey, you guys, how are you? Are you thinking same shit, different day? Like you've just been running around on this hamster wheel of life? Have you been at a loss to find out what you're passionate about? Or do you struggle to know your purpose? Or have you ever felt like you're just achieving all the things but still unfulfilled? Like if you guys have been having these feelings, you are definitely not alone and you're in the right place. For today's episode, I am joined by Lauren Krasendimsky. She is the mind muscle motivator and author of the new book, Reclaim Your Power, a guide to allow your passions and purpose discover you. And I can't wait for you to hear Lauren's story. I think so many of you will be able to relate to having a quote unquote successful life that doesn't totally feel good, like something is missing. And Lauren is just so real and vulnerable in how she shares her story. And from this episode, you'll learn how Lauren went from having an oh shit moment to having her passion find her. You'll gain insight into how to start reclaiming your power, the truth that some parts of the process will be hard, and that once you stop trying to figure it all out, that your passions will find you. I hope that you enjoy this conversation and start to take action on reclaiming your power and your life. Before we get into the show, I wanted to take a moment to share how I host my podcast using Anchor. It's free and easy to use. You can record and edit using your phone or computer, and then Anchor distributes your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other platforms. It's super easy to use, and they do the work for you. I highly recommend using Anchor. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, on to the show. So my name is Lauren Krasadimsky. I am a mom of two. I am married to my high school sweetheart. I just became an author, a published author, which is exciting. You can find my book, Reclaim Your Power, on Amazon. And by day, I'm a healthcare privacy attorney for a Fortune 10 company. And by morning and evening, I like to spread light and love and inspiration and hope and passion uh, to people throughout my day. Awesome. I love it. And, you know, I really kind of want to go back to where your story kind of begins. Like, how did you, um, I'm kind of curious, like how you are an attorney and also like spreading this joy, like, tell me a little bit about your background a little bit more. Yeah. So I had what you call an oh shit moment, which is chapter one of reclaim your power. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Yeah. I think we can all relate to that. (laughs) Yeah. I think it looks different for different people, but for me, it was just, I was sick of living in a place of like constant overwhelm, anxiety, and just a little bit of un- pretty much unfulfillment, right? Like where I, I checked all my boxes that I wanted to do in life. And I was like, why am I not feeling more fulfilled? And between those feelings and a life-changing question, uh, my mom took my sister and I to like a palm reader mm-hmm. for Christmas for something fun to do. And she asked me a question and that question coupled with the way I was feeling changed the trajectory of my life, which was what are you passionate about? 
-hmm. And through this like reading, I just, I realized, oh my God, I don't even know who I am. Yeah. (laughs) Or what I like to do. Cause I'm just so caught up in everyday life stuff. And I left her house and kind of made a, I guess a promise to myself that I was going to figure this out, like what I was passionate about. And I didn't quite understand or know how to do that (laughs) at the time, but I went on this, I guess, four year, like inward quest. So this was when I was about 32, that that question was asked and I was like feeling all these things and went on this self-discovery journey with myself. <laughs> so I love it. And yeah, I think it's funny, like to have that question of like, what are you passionate about? Like, it's such a simple question. And it's so sad that most people don't know to know how to really answer that question. And, um, or they might have like a kind of answer to it, but then they're not really living into what they're passionate about. Um, so where did you get started with your like self-discovery journey? Like, how did you start? Great question. So I, I started, so I had this moment, right. Of, Oh God. And yeah. that went on for like a year where I just thought about it. Right. I was like, what am I passionate about? But I didn't really take any action. It was just like all this like mind clutter, which honestly made things worse. Mm-hmm. And finally I got to the point where I was like, okay, I have to do something about it. I had somebody in our circle die unexpectedly. He was like a police officer. He was my uh, daughter's daycare provider's husband. And it just really mm-hmm. made me realize like, oh my God, like my life could be taken tomorrow. And right. am I really even living how I want to live? And the answer was no. Yeah. And so I decided to hire a life coach and that kind of came about, like, I didn't seek out a life coach. It just kind of happened in the natural course of events. And that was the action step that I took to try to make a change, right. Of to better myself or to just figure this out, right. Let's start somewhere. Yeah. And how I find, how I found the life coach was more again, more mindless. I was searching on Instagram, happened to come across a girl that I knew that had moved out to California who was cooking at like a, what looked to be like a mystical, amazing retreat. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you doing? I want to be there. Who is this that you're cooking for? And just got some intel on it. And then she told me who she was and kind of what she did. And I was just like, I need her in my life. So I hired her. And it was a really big investment for myself because I am not accustomed to like spending a lot of money on myself or Mm -hmm. I wasn't at the time. And so hiring this coach was really a really big leap for me. Yeah. What made you decide that it was worth it and something you needed to do? Because it was at a crossroads, right? Like I knew everything that I knew how to do. And at that point in time, time was a, a, a really big commodity for me. Like I didn't have time to, I, did, I should say I didn't make time to read yeah. the books because I didn't feel like I had the time. I didn't feel like I, I had any other options. So this was kind of like a action step that was corresponded with where I was in my life, like the time commitment and, and what I'd be getting out of it. Yeah. And then, so what happened once you started working with this life coach? 
Yeah. So I started off doing like a half day intensive. So we were on like a call, I think for like six hours, like, and it was like a one, one day type thing. And it really opened up the door for a lot of unconscious realizations. So, you know, we kind of flagged down that like, holy shit, all of my thoughts and (laughs) feelings are anxiety provoked and negative. And it wasn't something that I had even realized because I was just going so to even make that realization that like truly everything that's you know passing through my brain because I think there there's a statistic that says like we have 72,000 thoughts like per day which is a lot right yeah (laughs) um and if I when I was really marinating on this like I was taking when I became an observer of myself I was like oh my gosh like everything I'm feeding through my mind is negative or like Mm -hmm. worst case scenario or just not the truth and when I made that conscious realization I was able to start kind of reframing those thoughts yeah so that was a big one that I realized with her another one is like an achievement so I'm definitely a a go-getter driven type a woman Mm -hmm. and I realized that I've like never taken the time to celebrate my achievements like she's like I don't even think that you have acknowledged that you went to law school and passed the bar which is really big for me because growing up school was was very difficult like when I told people I was going to go to law school they like laughed at me like you're L Woods you're you're, (laughs) with with dark hair um you're going to law school I don't think so like just it was kind of a joke and but then you're like L Woods and you crushed it (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah so just really acknowledging kind of how far I've come because I think as a achiever, right. And as a person who wants better for themselves, which I think is a lot of people, you know, you don't take the time to marinate on how far you've come. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we're always so, um, just like attached to like the end result that it's just like, all right, like we need to get to the next goal. Like did that what's next kind of thing. Exactly. And I will say, so those were probably my two biggest takeaways from my life coaching experience. Uh, But then I also did like some retreats, which, you know, you talk about like enjoying the process, right? Instead Mm -hmm. of just like the end goal, right? Like, how do you do that? And trusting the process of life and really trying to enjoy all aspects of it are is is I know something that in, is in my life path that I'm meant to work on and I think that can be true for a lot of people as well so just the, the mere acknowledgement of it is so powerful because it's like you can bring your back your bring yourself back to into the moment of what's mm-hmm. going on now and and really make a new trajectory so. yeah and so I mean with trusting the process I think a lot of times it's like, we know we should trust the process, but we're still kind of skeptical of like, well, it worked for them. Like, I don't know if it will work for me. And, you know, um, we're just kind of hesitant. So like, did you ever experience like, like once you made the decision to like change the direction of your life and get a life coach and work on these things and go to these retreats, like, was this all like smooth sailing or like, was it hard to, was the process hard? Were there times that you gave up or wanted to? 
Yeah, absolutely. It was not, I mean, I, I, in fact, you know, in between hiring the life coach, (laughs) you know, and I changed jobs, I was like a huge person where like, oh, this job's going to bring me happiness. And something that I really had to learn was that these external things will never bring you happiness. So you think that end goal is going to make you happy. In fact, it won't, maybe it will for, I don't know, five minutes, five days, maybe 500 days. I don't know. But at the end of the day, that thing is not going to sustain you the happiness and the fulfillment that you're looking for, because that comes from you that comes from within. Yeah. And that was like a hard lesson that I had to learn. But after I hired the life coach, it was almost like she ripped this like huge bandaid off where I was now like seeing things that I wasn't. Yeah. Now at the time I was like, put this damn bandaid back on. <laughs> She's like, oh, honey, you like opened up the floodgates for this. Because I was like, why do I now feel worse? Yeah. (laughs) Then, you know, before I hired you, like, this is not cool. And I remember her like, like laughing nicely, like, right. Like you asked for this, like you asked for the floodgates to kind of open. And it's true. I did. And a lot of times we have to work through that flood to get to the other side. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what happened with me trying to, you know, what is it, figure this out? What is it that I'm passionate about? Like, why am I here? Because I always had this nagging feeling that what I was doing wasn't what I was called here to do, but I had no idea what that thing was. Yeah. So what is that thing that you're passionate about now? I'm really passionate about self-discovery, not only for myself, but also for other people, because I truly believe that it's through the self-discovery process that your passions and purpose actually find you. Like so often we think that we have to have a passion or a purpose and that we find it, but in reality, it finds you if you're really living in alignment with who you are and what your truth is. Yeah. So, I mean, tell me a little bit more about that kind of process of like letting your passion and purpose find you rather than you know you trying to figure it out yeah so the best way I can explain it is you know on a day-to-day like really asking yourself are you living a life that you love right Mm -hmm. yeah and sometimes the answer might be yes sometimes the answer might be kind of and sometimes the answer might be definitely not yeah (laughs) Um, and if you're in the kind of, or definitely not, then what I recommend doing is how can you raise your vibration? Like really understanding what's, what's holding you back, what's holding you down. So when I kind of first started this self-discovery journey and started to peel back my layers, what I realized is like, I was having so many issues at work because I felt incompetent. Like I didn't feel like I was enough. And so just knowing that on its face allowed me to work on that, work on the imposter syndrome. So I was able to pinpoint some of the things that were holding me back so that I could constantly be, I I like to call it like a mind muscle motivator because I really believe that your mind is obviously connected to your body. And like, you have to start exercising your mind to get out of your way and for it to connect with your body. Because for so long, I was just in such a doing mode that I wasn't even able to feel my feelings to even understand why I was feeling a certain way. Right. Yeah. Understanding 
yourself, like what's blocking you from living a life that you truly love is like really step one. So for me, that's what I did for like the first several years is really try to identify what in my life is, is like draining my energy. What's bringing me energy? Like, what do I like? And then what's blocking me? What am I doing that I found? Like what patterns do I keep running into? And so that was able to kind of show me what my work was and yeah. what it what still is. Cause you know, even though my passion has now found me, like I still work through things that, you know, I was working on in year one when I started this, you know, yeah. it resurfaced. So it's a never, you know, life's a journey, not a destination. Yeah. And- I was going to ask because, um, and I think you're like starting to say with it being life's a journey and not a destination, but I feel like sometimes we see people who are on these like self-discovery journeys, but it seems so quick, like, oh, I went to a treat and now I'm like perfect and love life. But I like that you, you know, acknowledge that that's really what you focus on was for the first few years was really focusing on yourself. Yeah. I mean, it's an everyday thing for me because if I lose that, right, then I'm not serving anybody else. So it sounds selfish and we're taught to like give back to other people, give back to other people. But, you know, part of the reason why I was in this like kind of desperation mode of where I was is because I was constantly giving to everyone else and not myself. And yeah. I now learned, learned, you know, how to implement grounding techniques and like what, what fills up Lauren's cup? Because once your cup is overfilling, then hell, you can affect a lot of people. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. You got to fill your own cup first. Yeah. It's not selfish to figure out what you need so that you can be as effective and productive as possible to affect change or whatever you want to do in your life uh, and serve other people. Yeah. And so what are some of the grounding techniques that you use for yourself? Yeah. So one thing I discovered is that like each morning, I feel like we all have peak times. Mm -hmm. Uh, and so when I was studying my energy and I, I noticed that I felt the most clear and like the most motivated and just, uh, in the morning. Mm-hmm. And so I capitalize on my peak time and I start my day for, for me, because what I noticed is when I became an observer of my life is typically how I would start my day was I'd grab my phone. That's that right, <laughs> right next to my bed yep. <laughs> and I would start checking it, you know, I'd check work emails, like literally before I did anything else. Yeah. And it just, my anxiety would start to skyrocket. So it was, I, you know, I was doing this to myself unconsciously. And so I stopped that practice and start, I always now start my day for me. It started with like five minutes Mm -hmm. of like kind of sacred time where I would wake up before my family and kids and work and just, I would sit in a more, you know, just quiet state and repeat an affirmation back to myself. And then I would yeah. start saying it out loud. And then the five minutes grew to longer because I started to see like the positive effects that it had on my life. And uh, now I wake up pretty early and, and do a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I love that you started small with just a few minutes. Cause I think that's the other thing that people think, you know, when they're trying out something new or like want to add in like rituals, their morning, they're like, I've got to wake up an hour earlier to, you know, do all the things, but yeah, just like starting with five minutes and starting small and then seeing the, um, progress that you make. Yeah. It's like stacking, but what we like to do, uh, 
it's like the day we start our diet, right? We're going to get all the healthy food. We're going to work out for like two hours. We're going to get eight hours of sleep and drink a gallon of water. Like that's like literally what goes down in our head, but we're right. <laughs> that's not, not usually what, what executes. And so it's just like a stacking method, like just pick one small thing and do it consistently, you know, for 30 days. And if it's working great, add, add something else. Yeah. And then, so, you know, with doing the work for yourself, like when did that turn into you also helping other people as a coach? Yeah. Um, so I'm not so much doing one-on-one coaching too much anymore. I'm doing more like speaking engagements, um, and workshops, but how it turned out is I just really wanted to get back because I knew what kind of state I was in and and how I'm feeling now and like what I've been able to accomplish since my passion and purpose found me. And I'm like, if this can be true for me, then my God, I can help other people do this. Yeah. It was just this like overwhelming cup full to really give back to others. And it just kind of had an epiphany and an Uber ride. (laughs) (laughs) And it was just like, this is, this is what I'm supposed to do. Like this, this, you know, this is my passion because in purpose, but you know, before that, um, and I talk about it in my book, reclaim your power. It was like, I first had to accept that like my passion was just me. So like how, how I showed up for people, how I showed up for myself, how I showed up in life. So I really just accepted me for me. And cause I, I went many years trying to figure out what I was passionate about without really coming up with an answer. So I just kind of said, fuck it. Um, I don't need an answer, like a thing. And my passion is me. And very shortly after I made that kind of declaration to myself, it's like the universe just conspired with me and then presented me something even more amazing. Yeah. Oh, I really love that. And I love that you say, like, I didn't need a thing. Like I just, my passion was me. And I mean, that's just so powerful. Cause I think, yeah, we're always trying to figure things out and, you know, find out the perfect answer or whatever. But if you just focus on yourself, then that's just like a, you know, a ripple effect into other areas of your life. And like, you know, you start becoming more aligned and things just start coming that are actually for you. So I love that. Absolutely. And then are you um, still working as an attorney as well? I am. Yeah, I uh, work full time um, as a healthcare privacy attorney. Wow. And then I'm kind of curious about just like how you kind of balance it all. Because I know so many times people when they, you know, are going towards being a coach or something like that's their full end thing. And a lot of people do it because they're like, oh, I don't like my full time job or whatever. So I'm kind of amazed that you are still doing, you know, like being an attorney and also like these speaking engagements and now your book and stuff like that. So how do you balance it all? Yeah. So I'm huge in like time blocking and really I'm pretty crystal clear on like my goals. So like each Sunday night, like I'll plan out like what my week looks like. And I'll be honest, like I do get up pretty early, but I also go to bed really early. Yeah, um, like I'm, I'm not up <laughs> till like 11 or anything like that unless I'm not getting up early. But I, I try to be really clear on what what I want to get done that week and what's realistic to get done that week because I, you know, was notorious for having to do lists like 20 miles long. Yeah, so I, I keep my list pretty 
reasonable and manageable with self-care like built into it because that provides me the ability to have more energy uh, through throughout the week. Yeah, definitely. And then, so tell us more about your book, Reclaim Your Power. Like, how did this come about? Yeah, it. if you would have asked me like a year or two ago, if I would have written a book, I would have like laughed in your face. I'd been like the <laughs> person who was laughing at me that, you know, I went to law school because I hated to write. I mean, I am an attorney, but I don't do a lot of writing uh, for work. And when I did have to, it was just dreadful. I hated the process of writing yeah, uh, because I was constantly overthinking it and just paranoid about it, to be honest. Uh, so again, when I was able to work through a lot of my blocks and, and really focus on myself and move past my own self, I, all this stuff, I like to call them gems, mm-hmm. started just coming out of me. So when my passion found me in this Uber that like, I meant to help other people like discover themselves on a different level, this might, it, it was just like something started to take over my hands and I just started writing. Yeah. And wow. I started creating posts and I would wake up like literally without an alarm clock like 4 a.m. just like wanting to like type these posts and give them to the world and somebody was like I think you should write a book and I'm like I I think I need to and it just it happened out of nowhere where I was like again just really wanting to give this back to other people and how they can do this and what modalities like I'm huge into personality tests and like astrology Mm -hmm. that really help you figure out you know who you are now that doesn't define who you are like you define who you are but there are modalities like I know when I started my process I had taken a lot of uh, personality tests through work Mm -hmm. and I was in such a unclear state when I started this work that I was just I instinctively just said I'm just going to go ahead and grab these assessments and see what the fuck they think yeah (laughs) and what are they telling me that I like and I'm good at uh I mean, I love assessments and it's always so funny because I feel like you take assessments and you like see your results and you're like, yeah, I knew this, but it's just, yeah, you kind of need to like see it back at you you and like just remind yourself sometimes of what personality is. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's where I started. I was like, okay, what, you know, because part of the, part of the issue was this, like, if you said, Hey, what's your dream job? Like I, I couldn't even form an answer to that. Right. Yeah. Like I, I was working with people like they're like, well, what would you what would you do as a kid? What would you um, do if like money wasn't an object? And like I, I literally couldn't form an answer, even with <laughs> even with that. Yeah. Um, so I, I literally had to go back to the drawing board to really just discover who I am and like what my strengths were and what kind of figure out, like give myself space to figure out like what excited me, what mm-hmm. Who, who did I look at, right? And be like, man, I wish I could be like that. Or I wish I could do that. Or mm-hmm. I even looked at, part of my process was also looking at people who I maybe resented, you know, like, mm-hmm. why did I resent that person? You know, because they have more free time than me, which yeah. led me to realize like, I want some more free time in my life to do things for me. Yeah. So it's really powerful what, different tools like astrologers I'm really into like the human design or the Enneagram's great strength finders are great to kind of help you guide you 
and provide you with tools to kind of what are your strengths? Most people don't even know what those are. I didn't know what those were for me. Yeah. And what's your super strength? Like I realized through my process, like my super strength is like my vulnerability to share. Mm-hmm. I have no qualms doing that and I love to do it, but it's really a powerful thing. Yeah, so, it really is. Yeah. And everybody has a super strength, but they might not know what theirs is. So there's really just so much power in really knowing yourself and like what you want and where you want to go and taking action. Cause again, I lived in my head for many, many years where no action steps were taken. <laughs> yes. uh, but, you know, and, and getting outside of your comfort zone and saying yes to things that, you know, you might not think, I mean, I had such an aversion to yoga and yoga ended up, you know, really help helping transform my life as well. Yeah. That's so funny to like, you know, think of the thing that you were against and like that it turns out being something that really played a part in it. Uh, Yeah. And so um, like, who is the, who is your book for? And like, what, what impact do you want the book to have? Yeah. So my book is really tailored for like a busy driven woman, right. Who has so many great things going in her life, but you know, might just be missing something like something just feels a little off or, you know, they, she might not be living a life that she truly loves and you know, how, how can I I treat it as like a guide, right? It, It is a memoir, my story, but there's also a lot of tools and there's reflective questions after each chapter, along with different growth exercises that you can do with yourself, with a partner, with a friend, if you choose uh, to really increase your passion in your life and hopefully attract, you know, whatever your purpose is in your light is into your life. That's awesome. I love that so much. I, yeah. I, I just think like our, how we see things is just so aligned. I love it so much of just like, once you find out who you truly are, then that's, what's gonna, you know, give you that life that you really love and you're, you know, meant to live. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be big, you know, like start small steps. Like again, like, you know, writing a book, my friends are like, I can't believe you wrote a book. And like, it is, it's a big thing, you know, but again, I didn't start, I started with five minutes, like sitting, you know, just being by myself for five minutes, stating, you know, stating my affirmation, which is mm-hmm. I am a passionate, powerful, present and peaceful leader. So give yourself the space to, to do something. What, what feel, what do you feel called to do? Like, maybe it's just something you've been putting on your back burner that you just have been really wanting to do, but not making the time to do it, make the time to do it, bring, bring energy to your, to yourself. Yeah. I love it. And so I, um, you mentioned a little bit earlier about having some anxiety and I, I mean, I have anxiety myself and I'm big on talking about mental health. I'm just kind of curious of like, do you still experience any anxiety or anything, or do you have a practice around that? Yeah. I mean, the anxiety definitely pops up. You know, I will say that I feel more aware, like before it would just run, right. And run and run and run. And it's like, I, I didn't even know the story was playing, so I couldn't even stop it. But now, you know, I have like an exercise where I ask people to literally write down their thoughts, um, and to kind of see like, what's, what's going, what's going through your mind. Right. 
So just getting your thoughts down, um, I just carried a notebook around me with me. Like, you know, if something made me feel anxious, I'd write it down and what it is. And I kind of study that, like, what, what is it about that? Like I noticed when years ago, I, every time I got an email from like a certain outside counsel person, my anxiety would like skyrocket. And I noticed it at the time, but when I started jotting these notes down, I realized, oh my God, this is like a pattern. Yeah. (laughs) What is this? What is it about this that makes me so much more anxious? And so just kind of understanding that the pattern. And then again, it went back to my inadequacy that I couldn't answer the question and that I had to go to outside counsel for support, Mm -hmm. which is like a law firm or something like that, since I work in a corporation you know, made me feel less than. So I think really trying to understand what's causing the anxiety Mm -hmm. um, is, is a really great step because then you can take action into relieving that. Uh, And then I'm big on like mindfulness and grounding techniques to like the box breathing, Mm -hmm. the affirmations really help and really just trying to train your mind to think differently. And just like exercise, the more you do it, right, the stronger you're going to become, the more flexible you're going to become. And so I'm constantly training my mind that, you know, it's not some like false positive thing where I'm like trying to talk my brain into like being positive. It's not that. It's really telling myself like what's real. Mm. Yeah. And like what is actually real versus like what your brain like originally you know, right. I was telling you it was real. Um, but I really, I really like that about, um, writing down when those feelings came up and keeping track of it and noticing those patterns. Um, I can see that being just very helpful once you notice them to then work through them. And, and, you know, as you said, of like working that muscle, cause then like every time that pattern comes up, you are practicing, you know, a different thought and different point of view from there. Yeah, I think, I think the daily tracking, like throughout the day is good for identifying patterns. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't rec- I don't recommend that like all the time because I truly believe like where energy goes, energy flows. And so if you're constantly focusing on like everything you're anxious about, right, then it's almost like you're feeding that energy. So it's, yeah. it's good for a specific um, purpose. But mm-hmm. like, I also like to tell people like if they do feel really anxious, like a lot, 15 minutes, like whenever it's convenient in your day to just write it all down, just get yeah. it out um, and be done with it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a really good distinction to say of like not overanalyzing it and just, you know, spend a little time on it. Um, and I always like to ask people like, you know, how has being yourself led to your success? I think we've kind of touched on that. So I'm a little curious of like, you know, once you've done all this work on yourself and the work you're doing, how has it, you know, impacted your life as an attorney? I got really clear on who I was and what I wanted because I was like a people pleaser in both my, my personal and professional life and really wanted to, you know, give to people, right? And bring my best self. But I think once I realized like who I am and where I was headed, it was almost like it, it dropped the people pleasing tendencies that I had naturally because I was so focused on where I was going. So for me, that was the biggest aha. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think I'm such a people pleaser as well. So I'm like, I get it. I was like, I am working on that and working on like my boundaries and stuff. 
Um, so the idea of that kind of falling off is really appealing. <laughs> and so where can people um, get your book, Reclaim Your Power, and also just like connect and work with you? Yeah, so my book is on Amazon. So if you just do Reclaim Your Power and it's Lauren Krasademski, it's a guide to allow your passions and purpose to discover you. Uh, I'm also on Instagram uh, under the mind, on, um, mind Muscle Motivator. It's where you can find me. And then I on LinkedIn, it's my full name, which is Lauren Krasademski. So if you go to my website, www.mindmusclemotivator.com, you'll kind of find, you know, my speaking stuff, my book stuff, things about me uh, and what I'm up to. Awesome. And is there one last uh, message that you would like to leave with people today? Yes, I would say if you have a feeling inside that your heart's pulling you, you know, somewhere or a thought is pulling you somewhere, you should follow it because you never know where it's going to take you. Uh, I love it. That's an amazing message to leave on. Thank you for listening to the BU podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share with your friends and write me a review. I would love to hear from you. And you can find me on Instagram at beautifulchick or on my website, beautifulchick.com. Remember, be you, be beautiful.